0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Logical and Right. That is Right with a W, as in Wright County. This episode I'm going to name the LGBTQ Movement episode because there has been some chatter uh, over the past few months, or maybe it was more back in June, I believe, when I first started this website. But it's been recently brought to my attention the things that people were saying. And uh, it made me start thinking that although I believe these people are terribly misguided um, in what they were saying, uh, that it, it made me think that maybe I should clarify my thoughts on this movement. And I guess maybe it could be sort of a mission statement for the website or more just my stance on this. Uh, But that stance basically boils down to my belief that there is a very big difference between the LGBTQ movement in the schools and the people in that community. Uh, As I've said before, I believe that the left knows no stop sign. They have absolutely no idea what a stoplight is when it comes to some of the things that they want to push or their beliefs and their opinions. Um, And I think some good examples of that are stuff like The DEI movement, the diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, stuff that's going on in schools, in companies, basically all over the world right now. And I've said this before that I don't think anything ever truly actually means what they say it means because diversity, equity, and inclusion do not actually, does not actually mean what those words seem to mean on the surface. Diversity means, in the left's mind, nothing more than color of skin. That is the most important thing in the world right now when it comes to the modern-day progressives and these very far-left politicians and... People just in society in general that are way, way to the left on the political spectrum. Uh, uh, Yeah, diversity means color of skin and basically nothing else. It doesn't mean diversity of thought. It doesn't mean diversity of opinion, diversity of even, I don't know, even, even life experiences because as long as you are a heterosexual white male nothing that you have done or uh, no experience that you have lived really matters because you are the problem and you are the one oppressing everybody uh around you specifically people of color and any minority um equity as I would imagine we've all found out at this point uh, that the uh, St. Louis Park School's uh, curriculum that I read off a few episodes back laid it out. Equity does not mean equality. Equity means the equality of outcome. That means we have to level the playing field so that everyone achieves the same outcome in the end, and more often than not, That is a dismal, bleak outcome, because it is totally void of merit and hard work, no matter who you're, or no matter what your skin color is. Uh, It's all about leveling the playing field in the ends. The results must be the same, and I will get into that later. I mean, we're, we're seeing it everywhere in schools Uh, test scores schools are not on the rise the school system is an absolute disaster the public school system that is is an absolute disaster and a joke uh and it is completely run by people on the left uh, that have far left views and everything Uh, and then obviously inclusion the I in DEI means that we will include you as long as you think exactly like us. Um, another, I would say, twist of words or twist of phrase to give an example is the free speech movement that started back in the 60s on Ber- uh, at the Berkeley campus in California that was meant to speak out against the Vietnam War and give people obviously free speech on college campuses where that was lacking. But then you fast forward for a little while, a few years, uh, more than a few years maybe, but then we started hearing the phrase words are violence. And that was used especially back in the mid-2010s when people like little Yamaka wearing Ben Shapiro were basically run out of, I believe it was possibly Berkeley, because it was claimed that allowing him to speak at Berkeley with his uh, conservative views was was tantamount to violence. So free speech movement, free speech. Everyone needs to be able to talk and say their opinions, which is obviously the, uh, the number one golden rule of the Constitution, uh, and then words became violent. So we actually couldn't have everybody be speaking because those that we disagree with uh, are violent purely from their words. And then the next phrase that came along was silence is violence. So we have now shut speech down because we don't agree with it and we've labeled it violence and we obviously can't have violence and certain speech equals violence, but now silence is violence, which means if you do not speak up in the way that I want you to, that is violence as well. So it's not just that you can't have an opinion anymore, it's that if your opinion does not match mine, you not speaking the way I want you to speak is considered violence. And then uh, another one from the past two years is, was the call to defund the police? Uh, but, But before that, what was it? What was the claim? You don't need guns. You can call the police. That's what they're there for. And then came defund the police. Well, if we have no police and we have no guns, then what are we supposed to do to defend ourselves in the event that we are being attacked and are either outnumbered or feel that a weapon, such as a gun, is necessary to... Save the life of ourselves or our family or our surroundings um but while that's going on and crime is on the rise basically in every corner of the country over the past two years what do the people that called for defunding the police like Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and uh Ayanna Presley and uh, what's the other one Jayapal but all the very very far left woke progressives what did we end up seeing from a number of them well they had private security detail oftentimes funded by taxpayers so you don't need guns call the police well, we're going to defund the police, and now you cannot defend yourself. But I will defend myself because I have the ability to afford private security, oftentimes by my campaign money or just stra- straight straight from the taxpayer. And then, good old Jen Psaki, at one point in a White House press conference claimed that it was actually the Republicans that were calling to defund the police because they did not sign on to a bill that, if I remember correctly, was loaded with all sorts of things, but there was some smidgen in there of money going back to police departments or calling to fund certain police departments and because the conservatives did not want to sign on to that bill they were then labeled the ones that had called to defund the police uh which now brings me to the subject at hand Uh, we need to be more tolerant of people in society and of certain students in school which i completely agree with but it goes from we need to be more tolerant To Well, we need to allow boys, or sometimes men, biological men, in bathrooms where women are. And if you don't follow that line of thinking, or if you're not on board with that, you are a total transphobic, bigoted, Uh, any other word in the English language that... uh, says you're a terrible terrible person uh and then we have we have the um the trans women in in women's sports where title nine previously was there to protect women's sports and make sure that there was equality and that women got the same opportunities as men in sports um, especially at the collegiate level and now the call comes for men to be able to absolutely destroy women in their own sports because that person has decided that they identify as a female and then at the very very far edge of insanity you have People claiming that if you are, let's just say, a homosexual man and you are not interested in dating a trans man who is a biological female but is identifying as a man, you are now transphobic or if you are a heterosexual person and you are not on board with dating a trans person who identifies as your biological sex you are what's wrong with the world i I mean i've said this before that this is the the left has become the party of irony and what is the definition of irony it is where your the results of what you are trying to accomplish uh end up being the exact opposite of your intended goals. I would say all of those examples that I just spoke of are pretty spot on for being irony. And so now to the the movement, the LGBTQ plus and I don't know what letters are after that because they seem to add a new one every month. I will go as far as plus this movement going on um as i have said possibly before maybe written about that i am not particularly religious so i am not governed by my religion or my belief in really any religion um and so therefore i don't view the lgbtq community as anything other than people that are living lives different than me I have absolutely nothing against that community as a matter of fact when I was in the apprenticeship for my current career one of my best friends in the apprenticeship was the sole female and a lesbian who ended up playing on our co-ed softball teams Uh, This girl was the nicest, coolest person, one of the nicest, coolest people that I have ever met in my entire life. We ended up becoming friends with her and her uh, then-girlfriend, then-wife. I have never seen a person hit so many stand-up triples in my life because the left fielder would come in thinking that she couldn't hit the ball that far and she would absolutely destroy it over their head and then she would walk into third base and it was just a glorious glorious sight every single Tuesday and Thursday of the week that we played uh, we were invited to their wedding we happily attended their wedding had a blast Uh, I still have the uh, picture somewhere of me giving a giant hug to my former uh ironworker apprenticeship friend's wife as we were leaving. Again, I have absolutely nothing against that community other than I am obviously not living the life that they are. But the libertarian in me has always said, you know what? You uh, you should probably be left alone with what you want to do in the privacy of your house and your life. So far as that, it's not illegal, or, uh, you know, I guess that's a whole different area of, <laughs> uh, that, that's a gray area, uh, as far as what some people will say is right and wrong. Um, but again, but basically, what I'm What I'm getting at is uh, you should be allowed to live the life that you would like. However, I don't think it means that everybody else around you should have to agree with your life. um, Or in the case of what is going on now with the trans community, if you want to live your life as the opposite gender, that is fine. However, to expect everyone around you to then also believe that you are not the gender that you were born as—that's uh, you know—that's going a little bit into, uh, as Orwell would say, thought crimes. Uh, and back to DEI, uh, you, you you will only be included as long as you think the exact same way that we do. Um, And where I am going with this is that my problem is not with the LGBTQ plus community. It is with the radical agenda that is being pushed in the schools because it seems as though it is going so far beyond reason and rational thought and rational behavior i.e., everybody should be more tolerant, especially as teenagers in high school at, at a terribly awkward time in your life. Nobody needs to be bullied into not wanting to come to school. Um, however, it has gone, it's, it seems as though it has gone very far beyond just saying, you know what, we need to be nicer to people, which seems like it's maybe just a good way to live. Be nice to your neighbor. Be nice to your fellow citizens. And this radicalness is absolutely happening because we see time and time again stories of schools, middle schools, high schools, demanding that teachers not inform parents And letting students leave campus to go get hormone therapy at doctor's offices if they have decided that they are no longer um, the gender that they had been living up until that point. Uh, And what this... (sighs) What I think is, uh, is just so incredibly dangerous and scary is that there, there is even acknowledgement that something called trans-trending is happening where kids are thinking it's trendy to all of a sudden decide that you are trans. And I have been saying this for a long time. I, I would say, well, not a long time, but since, I would say, 2015, 2014, 2015, uh, that's when uh, actually somebody in the extended family started going through something like this. But at a time when teenagers are the most vulnerable Uh, hormones raging. They don't know what to do with themselves. Transitioning is being championed by some schools. And uh, kids are, are, you know, all but being treated as heroes for being so brave and coming out as trans when there's plenty of evidence and plenty of uh, respected Psychologists and therapists saying that if you were to just let them play out their phase or play out their whatever whatever they're going through, lots of times they will just end up deciding or figuring out that they are not trans, that they are just in fact gay. So what's another thing that we keep getting told about the plight of the trans community? It's the alarming suicide rates within that community. So let me get this straight. We're supposed to be completely aware of and trying to do everything possible to make the trans community feel welcomed because their suicide rates are astronomically higher than those around them. Yet at the same time, you have schools and teachers pushing kids to transition just because they may feel weird or awkward or have some weird feelings when they're teenagers and going through puberty. It is pure insanity. It's dangerous. And I think there's a perfect quote from somebody who is a lifelong liberal, but seems to be one of the few, especially in the mainstream, who is calling out this insanity, and that is Bill Maher. And a few months ago, I believe, uh, he had a monologue that I am going to play that calls out this insanity perfectly. And here we are.
1: A new rule of something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate we have to at least discuss it broken down over time the lgbt population of america seems to be roughly doubling every generation according to a recent gallup poll less than one percent of americans born before 1946 that's joe biden's generation identify that way 2.6 percent of boomers do of Gen X, 10.5% of Millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. (laughs) And then who's going to buy this chair? I'm just saying that when things change this much this fast, people are allowed to ask what's up with that? <laughs> All the babies are in the wrong bodies? <laughs> Was there a mix-up at the plant? Like with Captain Crunch's Oops All Berries? <laughs> it wasn't that long ago when adults asked a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? They meant what profession? <laughs> of america about to lose abortion rights the aclu recently tweeted a list of those who would be disproportionately harmed by this you would think women might top that list no wasn't even on the list second on the list was lgbt really abortion rights affects gay and trans people more than you know breeders I'm happy for LGBT folks that we now live in an age where they can live their authentic lives openly. And we should always be mindful of respecting and protecting. But someone needs to say it. Not everything's about you. And it's okay to ask questions about something that's very new and involves children. The answer can't always be, that anyone from a marginalized community is automatically right, trump card, mic drop, end of discussion. Because we're literally experimenting on children. Maybe that's why Sweden and Finland have stopped giving puberty blockers to kids. Because we just don't know much about the long-term effects. Although common sense should tell you that when you reverse the course of raging hormones, there's going to be problems. We do know it hinders the development of bone density which is kind of important if you like having a skeleton. (laughs) Fertility and the ability to have an orgasm seem also to be affected. This isn't just a lifestyle decision, it's medical. Weighing trade-offs is not bigotry. Yet when a book questioning the sudden uptick in transitioning children was released, a trans lawyer with the ACLU named Chase Strangio tweeted, stopping the circulation of this book and these ideas is 100% a hill I will die on. How very civil liberties of him. Chase, by the way, has just been named one of the grand marshals of this year's New York City Pride March, along with three other trans people and a lesbian. Huh, what's missing here? Oh, right, a gay man. That's where we are now. Gay men aren't hip enough for the Gay Pride Parade. (laughs) Compared to trans, gay is practically cis, and cis is practically Mormon. (laughs) And this is a phenomenon we need to take into account when we look at this issue. Yes, part of the rise in LGBT numbers is from people feeling free enough to tell it to a pollster, and that's all to the good. But some of it is, it's trendy. Penis equals man, okay, boomer. Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. If you haven't noticed that with kids, doing something for the likes is more important than their own genitals, you haven't been paying attention. (laughs) Dr. Erica Anderson is a prominent 71-year-old clinical psychologist who is herself transgender and who now says, I think it's gone too far. The LA Times summarizes, she's come to believe that some children identifying as trans are falling under the influence of their peers and social media. If you attend a small dinner party of typically very liberal, upper-income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Ohio? If this spike in trans children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. If- It's like that day we suddenly all needed bottled water all the time. (laughs) If we can't admit that in certain enclaves there is some level of trendiness to the idea of being anything other than straight, then this is not a serious science-based discussion. It's a blow being struck in the culture wars using children as cannon fodder. I don't understand parents who won't let their nine-year-old walk to the corner without a helmet, an EpiPen, and a GPS tracker. And God forbid their lips touch dairy. but... But hormone blockers and genital surgery, fine. Talk about a nut allergy. I guess penises are gross now, but <laughs> one might come in handy later on. And if you're a man who wants to experience life without a pair of balls, you do not have to get surgery. You can get married. And, oh, we joke. and never forget, children are impressionable and very, very stupid. Kids don't know why mom drinks every day or why dad has two cell phones. Maybe the boy who thinks he's a girl is just gay or whatever Frazier was. Maybe the girl who hates girly stuff just needs to learn that being female doesn't mean you have to act like a Kardashian. Maybe childhood makes you sad sometimes and there are other solutions besides hand me the dick saw. And look, I'm sure the vast majority of parents do not take this lightly. And that is very hard to know when something is real or just a phase. And I understand being trans is different. It's innate. But kids do also have phases. They're kids. It's all phases. The dinosaur phase. The Hello Kitty phase. One day they want to be an astronaut. The next day you can't get them to leave their room. Gender fluid. Kids are fluid about everything. If kids knew what they wanted to be at age eight, the world would be filled with cowboys and princesses. (laughs) Wanted to be a pirate, right? <laughs> Thank God nobody took me seriously and scheduled me for eye removal and peg leg surgery.
0: So you heard him say it—that even the far more, at times, and I would actually think, in general, liberal European countries are starting to go oh dear, Uh, maybe this has gotten out of hand. And if one of the most prominent voices on the left, when it comes to celebrities and those that have platforms, Bill Maher, is sounding the alarm on some of this stuff, I would say there is something to be said, especially when it comes to what is going on within the school systems I would say that basically everything that just came out of his mouth is pretty proof positive that in a large number of schools public schools that is around the country and especially in the more left-leaning states the LGBTQ Agenda and movement is becoming incredibly dangerous and at times obviously irreversible if schools and teachers are letting students leave to go receive puberty blockers and hormone therapy and any other number of things without parent consent. Deliberately, Keeping it from the parents because they want to continue to keep up this virtuous, woke movement of not offending anybody and making sure that not one single person goes through their childhood and goes through their adolescent years feeling the slightest bit uncomfortable when it comes to anything. And again... Questioning the motives behind this movement in schools is very different than condemning the people in that community. And I think that I I, I would imagine that those that are well beyond their years in that their their high school years in that community unless they are a very very uh radical activist are probably thinking the same as well saying you know (laughs) it is a phase for some people but Society is becoming much more welcoming to everybody and how they live their lives. I don't think we need to keep doing what we're doing and pushing certain things on teenagers, especially in the schools, where it's clearly trying to be kept a secret. Um Yep. There's a difference. There's a difference in the movement and in the community, the people in that community. And this now brings me to the topic of the actual Facebook posts themselves that appeared in a uh, Buffalo community page. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to get to them in a second here, and I'm going to read what uh, some of the people said. Um, however, I'm not going to say any of their names because I am not on the side of doxing people or calling people out that disagree with me. For one, I don't, I don't really have a desire to say their name because what, I mean, I don't want to uh, I, I quite honestly don't want them to feel like they're being targeted. Uh, they have a different view than me. Um, my whole point of doing this episode is to try to explain where I'm coming from because obviously the people that were commenting do not know me. Um, but are. Claiming quite a few things and assuming quite a few things of me. Um, and, the, and, and, uh, there, there is some, one of the people mentioned, uh, asking why I have not readily said my name. And there is absolutely a reason behind that. I've said it in some episodes before, is that I, um, I have, I have family members who would see what I'm doing as, uh, and I said this, you know, maybe a little bit, uh, it's a little bit of hyperbole, but, uh, exaggeration, but I have own family members that would want to burn my house down if they heard some of this stuff, uh, or if they, if they, uh. You know, I've, we've gotten into discussions before, but obviously I've never, uh, we've never, I don't think we've gone too far into it because we usually can't because, uh, you know, one side shuts down and there, there's no, there's no talking anymore. But yeah, there's absolutely a reason why I have not said my name because, uh, I think what it comes down to is the people on these pages that disagree with me have nothing to fear from me other than my differing opinion. And I don't believe for one second that I have absolutely nothing to fear from you because I can see the hatred and the anger towards people like me, towards conservatives who question where this movement is going and question a lot of things that are coming from the left today um so one of the first posts that was forwarded to me read now that two hateful bigoted candidates have officially filed is there anyone who we can throw our support to and start working to elect to the BHM school board. Time to take action and save our public schools. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I know the two people that she's referring to, I've gotten to know them. Uh, hateful, bigoted. Again, I mean, these words at this point mean next to nothing because. Everybody on my side is a hateful, bigoted, racist, fascist Nazi when it comes to the claims coming from the left and especially from the far left. Uh, These two people are, are, yeah, they have obviously different viewpoints and have a different idea of how things should be going in the public schools. But... um, you know, I guess I would also point out that, uh, to say time to take action and save our public schools. And also, uh, who can we throw our support to and start working to elect? Um, you already own the entire school board. Your side does your side owns the entire public education system. So, and as we've, As I said earlier, uh, by all means, point to some trends in the public school system when it comes to scores that are trending upwards. Uh, The U.S. is currently ranked 22nd in the world when it comes to reading, writing, and math. Who is number one? China. China. I have a feeling that China, who is arguably, and more so maybe inarguably, the most racist, bigoted country on the planet, I have a feeling that they are not worrying about certain things that are being worried about in our public schools. Uh, Our biggest adversary right now is Absolutely kicking our ass when it comes to education and <laughs> the, the, the types of students that they are turning out. Another one reads, this is what we face in right-wing county. We have to provide a more loving and inclusive vision. As much as it sickens me, I know I need to be aware of what we are up against this one is especially baffling but i would say uh yes you are correct actually you are 100 percent correct that this is right wing county this is an extremely conservative area i have heard wright county referred to as the heart of the gop so <laughs> you you live in an extremely conservative area uh and then this brings me to something that i have brought up in one of my other solo episodes uh does it occur to any of the far left woke liberals that live out here and especially those that have lived here for a long time does it occur to you that you live in an area that is governed by policies that are from my side of the aisle? Uh, to say, as much as it sickens me, I know I need to be aware of what to, need to be aware of what we are up against. So would I be rational and reasonable if I lived in Minneapolis? To say, as much as it sickens me, this is what I deal with, liberals in Minneapolis, and I need to know what I'm up against, uh, that would be completely insane. <laughs> if you are a conservative living in Minneapolis or St. Paul or basically anywhere inside the 494-694 loop, um, I'm I'm guessing you have a pretty good idea that you are living in an area where you are the extreme minority. However, when liberals and people like this who posted that are out in extremely conservative areas, it seems as though they are shocked that they are surrounded or that they come across people that have far different views than them. Uh, I have I, I have news for you, and I have a suggestion. If you are incredibly annoyed and uh, you feel threatened by the people like me out in Buffalo and Wright County, there is a place for you. It's uh, it's about forty five minutes east, and it encompasses a way bigger area than Buffalo or any of these smaller. Cities out here in the West. It is called the Twin Cities. Um, and if it is truly so bad out here, why why do you still live here? We we did what uh, we felt we wanted to do, which is we moved from an area that was much uh, much more governed by the policies of the people criticizing me on Facebook to an area that are governed by the policies of people that are of like mind to my wife and I. Uh, and, and I've given this example before, too, where if you think of the... <laughs> Being, as she said, uh, we need to be more inclusive and tolerant. Well, in my almost two years out here, I have seen a few BLM signs and I've never seen them go anywhere. They are always still in the yards. They are always still uh, in their spot that they've been for two years. Conversely, um, the giant Trump flag his the the windows in his vehicles were supposedly shot out by what who knows bb gun 22 we don't know there was vandalism for the trump flag uh the trump store that was on 55 had some vandalism going on and then um again (laughs) conversely the bookstore downtown seems to be very left-leaning, very woke, uh, very LGBTQ movement-oriented. However, I've never heard one thing about that store getting vandalized. So in an area that is majority conservative, conservatives seem to get vandalized and targeted by the minority of liberals out here or a handful of them that doesn't uh, how come how come conservatives how come we're not and how come conservatives living in extremely liberal areas are not out destroying things if that were to be happening on the regular you would absolutely be hearing about it on the news on local stations Okay, so some more posts read. Do we know who runs this site? Uh, Yep, again, have to find out who runs this so we can, I don't know. What what are your plans? Uh, Shut it down, intimidate it into silence. Uh, I can't bring myself to listen to the podcast in which the host interviews himself to find out. I don't know if I quite understand what that means. Um, This is my third episode where I'm basically just talking to myself, kind of like sometimes a host does. Uh, Other times I'm just talking to people that I have met in certain uh, groups that I've attended out here, Uh, people that I believe will continue to keep this area conservative or bring the public schools back to a more sane form kind of like they were when I went to high school and I've told this story a few times one of my favorite teachers in high school I came to find out years and years later was a very liberal gay man who during the 2000 election told our Current events class, he was not going to let the class know who he was going to vote for because there were a handful of people that senior year in that class at that time who could vote and he did not want to sway their votes. I cannot fathom that happening in today's public schools with a teacher that would be. Uh, similar to him, especially in a current events class. Um, What's another one? Uh, Actually, I just realized this is the same podcast a friend sent me. This is uh, Jeremiah Patrick, who we're going to be having on uh, in a week or so. He is running for mayor. He is scary. What in God's name was scary about the time Jeremiah and I talked We talked about the concern for the water supply here in Buffalo. Uh, We talked about the concern of packing the city full of five-story apartments and adding thousands upon thousands of more people. Um, I brought up the idea of you know there are the question of what are these are these going to be low-income apartments what kind of apartments are they going to be and as one of my favorite personalities and writers uh, had one of his first books titled the bible of unspeakable truths i believe the unspeakable truth is that crime comes along with low-income housing but What's funny when all of the, the chatter was going on about that uh, episode that Jeremiah and, I, Jeremiah and I did together was that everybody was equating low-income housing with people of color. We said nothing about the color of skin the possible, of the possible people that would be inhabiting these apartments. It seems as though these far-left liberals that were up in arms about he and I talking were the ones equating low-income housing with people of color. We merely said packing the city full of apartment complexes would very likely... uh, not only not look that great, um, it would bring people who were quite possibly not as invested in the community as those who are buying houses. Both of us have lived in apartments and I, in uh, a very rough area of Lexington, Kentucky, when I was there for college, Uh, I lived in an extremely low-income housing place uh, apartment. Um, Had a bike stolen. My roommate's car was broken into. The first murder of the year happened one block away from our apartment. Uh, I mean, I I don't know how else to say or what else could be said other than I don't think in a community like Buffalo where it seems to be the majority here are single family people wanting to put down roots and stay here in a house that they own, adding a whole bunch of apartments everywhere is that great of an idea. I mean we, we have <laughs> that's not to say that there can't be apartments. there are. There are tons of apartments. I mean, I don't know if tons, okay but there are there are apartments around here well what is the goal and what is the what is the reason behind wanting to add a whole bunch of five-story apartments everywhere Uh, and that is a question that I imagine he and I will get into when he joins us later in the week uh, or whenever he stops by um Here's another one. This is gross. I listened to the first podcast and it's already filled with garbage. This person doesn't seem to have the courage to actually introduce themselves or to give any sort of qualifications beyond basically saying they don't know what they are doing and that they know the two teachers, uh, two teachers in education that have a sane head on their shoulders. Uh, well, what, what are my qualifications? Uh, I guess I've got a bachelor's degree in psychology. Uh, I went to the motorcycle mechanics Institute for Harley Davidson. Um, I've been living and working in a, an in incredibly, uh, dangerous and grueling, uh, construction trade for ten years. I am a house-owning citizen of Buffalo. I pay taxes. Um, I also, I guess, have the—I guess I have the stones to put together a website like this and put my opinion out there. Um, I, I guess I don't know what more is required of me. Uh, I guess I would say, what are your qualifications to be criticizing me? Uh, and I don't think you need any, you, you are more than welcome to criticize me. Uh, I mean, if I had a Ivy league degree, um, if I was a business owner, I don't, would that make you go, well, okay, he, uh, Yep, his, his opinions are legitimate. Uh, I mean Ron DeSantis has a I believe a law degree from Harvard. Ron DeSantis being the governor of Florida. Are you is that what you need? Are you okay with his opinions because he has a degree from an extreme one of the most prestigious colleges in the country and in the world? that also uh seems to be becoming more and more woke and, and farther farther to the left in their uh the the teachers they have so you know uh yeah the the two the two teachers i know that are in st louis park absolutely um because i've heard plenty of stories of what's going on there and uh, Actually, the, the, the most recent story is that after basically 10 years of getting rid of every single reasonable rule that created um, some that created some law and order in that school, uh, they have now gone back to a much more, consequence focused uh learning environment in st louis park because as i understand almost every single teacher last year said it was the worst year that they had ever experienced there and it was purely because they threw out all semblance of consequences for actions in the name of you name it. Systemic racism, equity, uh, <sighs> any any of the big words that come from the public education, they, they dismantled all structure in that school and had been doing it for 10 years until it hit a breaking point where almost every, if not every single teacher last year said, we, we cannot deal with this anymore. Uh, the insanity is beyond belief and now they're implementing rules again, and it seems as though there might be some uh, some sanity coming back to that school. Um, what else? What's another one? I want to be shocked, but I'm not. Just listen to the me episode and have talked back to the screen multiple times. Bizarre. I don't what was bizarre. Just me having thoughts on things living out here. Uh, okay sounds good. Progressive disease seeping in from the city. Who the F do these people think they are? Why are they so ignorant and hateful? I just don't get it. Well, I think I just went through about 45 minutes-ish of why I am not uh, hateful. Uh, People have the right to live the way they do. I just think that certain movements going on within public education are not doing anything other than destroying our children in the name of woke virtue signaling um there is i mean there there is verifiable numbers that we are seeing where people are are sprinting away and fleeing cities that are run by people like those that are commenting on this Facebook group. Uh, I see the progressive disease of the cities the same way you all see the conservative disease out here in rural red America. The difference is I live out here in rural small town red america and you all do not live in the cities where you are surrounded by like-minded people um there we we moved we moved from uh, a much more left-leaning place to a much more right-leaning place and we are by no means rich uh there is no better time in the world than there has not been well actually i suppose right now it's starting to go the other direction but there has been no better time in the world in the history of this country i would say or at least recent history to have moved to have sold the house to have but then i suppose the argument could be well what if you can't afford a house okay noted understand However, you're still living in an area that provides a lower cost of living if you are renting as opposed to living in a much more liberal area, i.e. the cities or the first-ring suburbs that are astronomically expensive to live in. But which place is governed by policies of whose party? liberals out here that don't like my views are living in an area that has quite possibly provided them a much more reasonable and affordable life instead of moving to an area that is much more expensive and governed by the policies of the left. Look at all of the progressive DAs around the country that are being recalled or have been recalled or are attempting to be recalled. Uh, Chessa Boudin out in San Francisco, I believe, got recalled. Chessa Boudin is the biological offspring of two dem- far left domestic terrorists, Bill Ayers, and I cannot remember his wife's name, who started the Weather Underground who bombed and killed a few people back in, I think, the 60s or 70s. Chesa Boudin was raised by two other former Weather Underground people when Bill Ayers and his wife went to prison. He was elected DA of San Francisco, and then he got recalled by one of the most liberal cities on planet Earth because his policies and his way of carrying out justice were too woke and too progressive uh alvin bragg in new york uh, i believe the manhattan da uh there's a call to get him uh there's a a movement to get him recalled george gascone in la is another far far left progressive da i think he may have escaped his uh is recall, but uh, Kim Fox in Chicago, um, I, I can't think of the name, but I believe St. Louis and Baltimore also have far-left progressive DAs that are uh, coming under extreme fire for how they are handling the crime in those cities while it spikes. So, you know, I would say uh Yes. <laughs> The progressive disease seeping in from the cities. Uh, Verifiable numbers happening all over the country where people are not, the majority of people are not on board with this far left awoke progressive movement. Look at the number of people that are fleeing states like California and Illinois and New York. Heading to more conservative states like Florida and Tennessee. Uh, I believe I said it earlier in a um, in a podcast that I think Idaho has Idaho and possibly Montana is up there, but I believe Idaho has uh, the number one uh, population growth of the past whatever year, whatever the whenever that census was taken. Um. <clears throat> I I don't know what to tell you other than there are numbers that you can point to to say the progressive movement is not helping. It is not helping in the schools. It is not helping in society. Um, And there is starting to be a shift. People are starting to go back towards the center, if not over to the right, because I would say, by and large, the center and the right are the ones that are in favor of merit-based um, policies when it comes to schools, uh, law and order when it comes to communities. Um, oh, that just made me think of another uh, another ironic part of this progressive movement in the schools where. some schools are doing away with, um, excelled programs in the name that there are not enough kids of color that are in them. Well, the community that is being hurt most by the absence of excelled programs in school are the Asian Americans. Um, so i i guess they don't count anymore um I, because i believe they are the i believe they are the group of people that overwhelmingly especially per capita do the best when it comes to education and we're taking these taking these programs away from them because not enough other kids of color are in there uh I mean it's totally insane and you know what it really kind of boils down to with all of these comments is they're all ad hominem attacks sick gross scary or just quoting quoting back to me or quoting to (laughs) quoting what I have said to the board if uh you know if if something, if an argument, was in one of those posts that pointed to a study, that pointed to something, that said no. What he has said is uh, causing this or that to happen. Uh, I, I could certainly then go okay. Well, here's my counter to that. However, there was nothing. It was it was pure anger and hate towards people that do not think like they do uh, i.e. anybody on the right side of the aisle or possibly even people that just aren't as far left Um, I mean obviously Bill Maher has come under heat and he is a lifelong liberal and part of my uh, I guess critique of him would be that he has spent years pushing the movement towards the left and leftism and now that he has seen it has gone too far he's sounding the alarm saying whoa something's something's gone wrong um it would be nice if he acknowledged that but i'm guessing he may not uh i feel like in wrapping up um the, it, it seems as though the experimentation of lower standards and soft bigotry for non-white students and zero consequences in the school systems for downright terrible behavior has been a complete and utter failure in the public school system for the last 10 to 15 years. Uh... Show me some numbers. Show me some statistics that say our public education is going in the right direction and that we are focusing on the correct things. You can't because we are not. We are not focusing on teaching kids how to think. We are focusing on teaching kids what to think. And it is having an absolutely overwhelmingly detrimental effect on kids that are coming out of high school because for their entire lives they are either being told that they are an oppressor and they have absolutely no chance of changing that or that they are oppressed and that they are basically doomed to a life of lower standards and lower expectations because of society and what society has done to them because they are perpetual victims and lastly the lgbtq plus community is not my issue it is not the issue of what i'm doing with this website what i'm doing in talking to people and you know i i've Maybe the people that I'm talking to, I guess we can certainly find out. I have a feeling that they think the same as me. But, again, uh, it's not a crime to have a differing opinion. But the point of this website and this podcast and the articles and the different pages talking about what's going on within the conservative community the goal or my 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 mission statement has nothing to do with the lgbtq community it has everything to do with the movement that is going on in the education system uh i don't know what else to say and other than uh i have a i i would i would be more than willing to talk to any of the people that criticize me I have a feeling that none of them would be interested in talking to me and I believe that right there is very telling of where the two sides are at right now one side can say I believe these things and this is why while the other side says no You are unacceptable. You are hateful. You are a bigot. You are a racist because you believe certain things that I do not and I will not discuss with you because I do not discuss with your kind. And obviously, once you have dehumanized the other side, it is very easy to just rationalize that they don't deserve an opinion or a voice. So... I believe that is going to be all for today Uh, we'll see we'll see what happens uh, if any if any of these people that don't like uh, what I've had to say in the past end up hearing this Um, I guess my thought in this whole thing was if they were willing to talk or if they were willing to listen to an episode that had nothing to do with them other than me talking about my opinions they very well may be willing to listen to an episode where I directly address the things that they have said. We'll see. Keep it logical. Keep it right. right County. Rock and roll.